Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating juicy, soulful living, adventuring, engaging. Actually, the place of celebrating 360 degree embracing of life. So the reason I said 360 degree parenting, I mean like a parenting that encompasses everything, not only a parenting of children of all ages, but even if you don't have kids, even if your kids are grown up, and even if there's no grandchildren, I'm talking about also inner parenting. Like I really feel we all have our own inner child and just areas of hurt and healing where we b- react disproportionately emotionally to the situation at hand and start to really behave like kids. And there's so many times adults gear into very childish, immature behaviors because it's that inner child's coming out. So never mind having parenting skills, because when I'm mentioning this, so Laura Markham, to give you a bit of context for this podcast and this kind of different sort of recommendation today, she is a child psychologist. She's also a mother of two. She is so deeply, profoundly, amazingly practical. I heard her speak in Israel pre-COVID. I'm so grateful for the friend who sent me a flyer about her speaking. So I went to the first night, loved it so much. I just went back to listen again when she spoke again. Because if you can see beyond, like, yes, she does focus on parenting for kids like 10, sort of 3 to 10, 10 and younger. But if you can see beyond that, I found her material so phenomenal in terms of parenting my own inner child (laughs) and seeing the times that I just needed to find that loving, nurturing, connecting parent within to handle my inner child and also the inner children of other adults (laughs) in life situations. So it's very much about like, also remember, I loved a particular math teacher in high school where he would, it actually influenced the way that I kind of prepared for exams and tests and things. So he got us all to get the small little notebook, like a really small one, maybe like the size of a quarter or six of an A4 page. And as we did different sections, it was really about noting sort of core principles, that if you could get the core principle of something, you could then apply it in a multitude of areas and ways and sometimes even across disciplines. And this is the thing with Dr. Laura said, not to be fooled by the fact that it's worded around and focuses around kids 10 and younger a lot of the time, but also her website has got a huge amount of stuff. People, if someone's fallen pregnant, even in pregnancy, in the early stages, way through to teenage, it's the most amazing comprehensive website. I would highly recommend using a laptop if you look at it. So it's ahaparenting.com, Dr. Laura Markham. And also whatever happens, even YouTube-wise, she constantly puts out, it's like I have these 10-minute like, podcasts, she puts out these short 10-minute videos, so divine. Um, like I say, if you can see beyond the context, the frame in which she's often presenting, the tools are applicable to adult interactions, inner-child interactions, interactions with pre-10, post-10, teenage, pre-teen. So that's why I said 360-degree parenting. I'm mentioning this today specifically because um, I actually was wanting to forward this to um, a friend of mine. And then when I checked on her website, I see this big notification that registration closes tomorrow. A couple of times a year, she runs a parenting course for 12 weeks. Once you register, you have access for life. And you can always repeat the course and get all the prompts and the weeks. 
And what is so incredible is she gives one month, so a third of the course. You can do a full month. And if you really feel this just doesn't gel for me, it just doesn't sink, it doesn't resonate, it's great, but just I'm not finding it applicable. You can apply for no questions asked refund. So I'm going to send, if I would recommend going to AHA Parenting. There's tons of information. There are about the course, what's in it, how it works, frequently asked questions, testimonials. But what I do want to share is a couple of like amazing takeaways that firstly, her three foundational principles are number one is just stop. So in heightened emotional situations, stop, breathe, get grounded, get centered. Someone has to connect to the adults, <laughs> place beyond the heightened emotional. Otherwise, if everybody's lost in like immature childish reactional behavior, then we just all lost together. So it's about finding some way to recenter and calm. And it is, so then it's ultimately like breathe, connect to yourself. And then it moves on to whether it's your child or an interaction with somebody else, in order to have any chance of forward motion or collaboration or, or um, what's the word, like finding a solution together, collaboration is the best one that's coming right now, is having some sort of connection. Because if you don't feel connected to someone, which is often then coming through deep, authentic listening. And once you connect, it also can be through humor, through other things, there are lots of different tools. But finding some sort of connection, relatability, deep listening, reflection, acknowledgement. And then to move on to coaching. So as opposed to telling somebody what to do, to actually have tools to have kind of coach someone through a situation to find the solution either collaboratively or if, if there has to be within a certain framework, um, either to initiate sort of self-directive ideas or ways to kind of suggest things that help get the creative juices flowing on handling situations independently and not because of rewards or punishments, which both is a whole other genre of itself in terms of both being equally damaging, but yeah just about self-motivations and healthy um, motivations for doing things because it's what needs to be done, not because of avoidance of punishment or appeal of a reward. And then something else which also was um, a stunning like one that I was also going to share with a particular friend who was going through some situations in a relationship um, dynamic where when it was getting high stress, like um, her partner would gear into like more anger and aggression and then she would get into retraction so now if you've got that playing out where you've almost got like you know you got the fight flight freeze but if both people are stuck in heightened emotion then you're getting nowhere fast but if one person at least and the whole big key because then dr laura put out a um like her, one of her 10 minute videos was on going back to school and again because i so often like will engage with the material but listen past listen for the skills as opposed to you know the child's context so she spoke about the importance of not taking anger personally. And it is so deeply profound because last night I had started this like movie night with having a number of people around and watching a movie and sharing afterwards. And it's made in Dagenham and it's a movie I've seen a number of times and I have a, a few key core um, scenes. But what stuck out for me last night was against this backdrop of not taking anger personally, because what Dr. Laura shares on this intro is sometimes a kid can come back from school and if anger actually masks fear, 
or um wait there were two things fear or sadness so in terms of the child context, a child can come back being like really angry at the teacher or angry at the way the parent, I hate the sandwich you made, the made the most terrible sandwich. It's not the sandwich. That's the mask. That's the outer layer. That's the wrapping. It's almost like there's a gift of understanding the fear or the sadness within, but it's wrapped in anger. And if you get stuck on the wrapping, you're never actually going to get into the gift and helping to access that fear or sadness within. And the key to it is not to take it personally because the child could be fearful of maybe there was an instruction the teacher gave that they didn't understand and then they're fearful of the repercussions of not understanding or how's the teacher going to react or they could be scared um, of a situation. They could have a friend that maybe is now looking like they found another best friend so now they're scared of losing their friend. Um, and in terms of made in Dagenham, so there were two scenes that stuck out hugely for me. One was a, a parent who was walking down a corridor. So she'd had an altercation with a teacher who was quite a bully. And she went in to deal with the situation with her son. And she was very clear on what she was going to say. But he was very undermining and very uh, kind of, yo, um, definitely. Like you can see like a bully power dynamic playing out there and knowing the weakest part of someone and really digging. And she was completely... She left disorientated, off-center, very upset. And she bumped into another woman in the corridor. And when this woman asked her if you're okay, she very aggressively, like she swore her, her and stormed off. But that anger was masking this sadness and this deep shock at the situation that had transpired. And then later on in the movie also, there's somebody whose husband... Um, was really ill and it was really hard for her in terms of looking after him and, and the high stress it was and a friend of hers in a previous scene had said to her that you know you still have your own life and yes you love him and I know it's hard and because there was something that they were going to go to together which meant her leaving her husband on his own and she was reluctant but then she landed up going with and the husband passes away, I'm not just in case you watch the movie, but um, at the funeral, when the friend who'd said to her, you know, you have your own life, comes to apologize and says, I'm so sorry, this woman who'd lost her husband comes out in anger immediately and saying, no, you're not sorry, you thought he was a noose around my neck, and it's, I shouldn't have gone with you, I should have been here for him. And it's kind of like a really brutal, raw anger that comes out, but it's not actually, it's the pain of the grief and the loss that's kind of cloaked and masked in this anger. So, yeah, I, wow, just the degree to which I find her work profoundly practical. So I would recommend it, like I say, if you know someone who has young kids, I'm sending this out today because she does have, I think it's three times a year that she runs the course. Every time you run it, you can do it again. You have lifetime access to get a month to change your mind. But just check it out or send the recommendation to anyone you know who may have young kids. Or if all of this is resonating as tools that you could then listen to with a reframe of applying it to inner outer parenting, even in the whole adult realm, then... That is it. So, precious hearts, here is to even living and applying those three core tools of interactions of remembering in heightened emotional times to find some way to reconnect, to center, to breathe, to connect self, and then to find a way to connect. Because that one with the anger, 
was that acknowledging the emotion. Because if you don't take it personally, you can acknowledge, like for example, with a child, you're really angry with the way I made the sandwich. You're really angry with the way I cut it, right? And even like acknowledging, sure, it sounds like it's been a really hard day and things just haven't been going easily for you. If you can acknowledge, then often that is like the pulling the ribbon on the wrapping. And not to say every time, but a large percentage of the time that will allow for the wrapping to fall away and the actual fear and sadness within to have the opportunity to get voiced. Whereas if it's taken personally and there's a gear into fighting and reacting, it's almost like tightens the bow on the wrapping. So here is to connecting, finding ways to really truly deeply acknowledge the anger in another, let it be the pulling, the softening, the undoing of the bow to actually reveal, please God, the invitation to the fear or the sadness within. And celebrating opportunities to then connect to the person and find ways to coach one another through. Precious heart, happy adventuring until we meet again. Mm.